on today's show, we are going to be talking about spirituality and the actual practice of spirituality and how it can actually benefit you to help you live your life more fully alive. We're going to define what spirituality is versus religion, the practice of it, and the actual benefits of it. So tune in today's show to learn how to live your life more fully alive. Welcome to the Living Alive Podcast. I'm Autumn Shields, a Master Connect coach, speaker, author, and serial entrepreneur, and most importantly, your hostess here to help you live your life alive. See, I believe we all have the ability to feel and be guided by life's nudges to live on purpose. So I'm inviting you to take this journey with me. Rather you were here just wanting to dip your toe in the water and see what this is all about, or maybe you were ready to dive deep. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. On this show, you'll hear powerful life-changing stories from thought leaders of all walks of life that are stirring things up. We will guide you on living your life fully alive, how to identify the nudges, and why living a healthy lifestyle actually makes a difference. So get ready to be inspired, challenged, and connected because it's your time to make a splash. Welcome to today's episode, and thank you so much for joining us. Before we dive into today's topic on spirituality, I wanted to announce an upcoming event that we have for you. You can visit the website, or I'll put it in the show notes. It is a letting go workshop. We've done some of these in person, but now we are doing this one. We're launching on December 28th at 8 o'clock Eastern time. This workshop is about letting go, and I know... Most of us are excited about 2023. It's always the new year where we kind of let like let go of what was and get excited and build vision and goals for the new year. And sometimes what happens, we jump into the new year with all these big goals and audacious vision for our life. And what happens is we're holding on to things that just don't let us actually get there. Um, these things could be old patterns, beliefs. Um, it could be a relationship or an event, something that happened in the past where we're just holding on to. And we know that if we could let that go or identify that as a block, then what happens is sometimes if we just let that go, we can find that new felt freedom to really gain momentum into the new year. And so that's what this is. It's a very short workshop of powerful. It's going to be a safe place. You don't have to share a lot if you don't want to. It's going to be a lot of time of recognizing and learning tools on how to let go and build things that will serve us, right? We want to let go of things that are not serving us and gain tools and have access to things that will serve us to help us become the best version of ourselves. So that's what this is about. It's a very limited space. So check that out and get registered today. So this episode is dropping on December 20th, right before Christmas. Um, Regardless of what you're celebrating, usually this is a very busy time of year for everyone. So if you've not listened to Thriving in the Holidays, we just dropped that last week. I dropped some just quick tips on how to survive the holidays because even myself, like it's easy to say it and it's easy to know it, but actually practice it is something else to just to let go of the little things, let go of the noise and really just learn to be present and do fun things that serve you this season. So I'm headed into surgery today. So I'm recording this early and probably not the best time for surgery in December, but um, it's on my ear. So I don't know what I'm going to be able to do as far as podcasting next week. 
I want to make sure that I got this episode out because there's a reason for the season. And for me, we always say Jesus is the reason for the season of celebrating Christmas. So regardless of what you're celebrating, whether it's Hanukkah, um, Christmas, something else, wherever you're listening to in the world, I hope that this episode can benefit you because we're really going to dive into the concept of how what spirituality is and how that plays out in our life. Is it a benefit? It, does it feel like it hinders us? Have we been harmed from it? Different things like that. So we're going to dive in and I really hope that this episode will give you some things just to think about this holiday season. So let's just define what spirituality is. Spirituality is a very broad concept. Most people define it as a connection to something bigger than themselves and or a higher power. And some link it to an association of like a church, a temple, a synagogue, or a mosque. And by definition, religion is just a personal or institutionalized system of beliefs or practice. So it's more of just like a system built around that spirituality. Sometimes people get these very confused as far as terminology or how people use them, like I'm spiritual and not religious, or I'm religious and not spiritual, whatever it is. So to me, when we talk about spirituality or religion, there's no right or wrong way to talk about it. And I don't like getting caught up too much in the terminology because people get very attached to certain terms and then they miss the concepts. And so it's something that I had to learn for myself is to look more at the concepts versus the actual word or term to really go on a deeper level of discovery. So the practice, let's talk about the practice of spirituality or religion versus actually just the definition of it. So the practice is very diverse when you look at religions from all over the world and or spirituality practices of how people practice their spirituality. It can be things like meditating. It can be praying, praying by yourself solo or praying as a group of people and or a congregation. It can be song or singing. It can be worship. It can be movement with a body or a specific place, whether that's a church or out in nation, or maybe what I call my God spot, just a place in my house that I go to, to where it's like my place of where I practice my spirituality. So regardless of how you've practiced spirituality and or engaged with religion, I want you to take just a few moments to think about as you've grown up until now, how has spirituality played a part in your life? Has it been all about systems or structure? Has it been all about practice? Has it been all about talking or saying the right things? Has it been something that you've just got to evolve and not a lot of structure around it at all? Maybe it's a journey of where you've been able to seek information and develop what felt good for you. But I just want you to take time to think about the practice of spirituality in your life. Is it just on Sunday mornings? Is it just prayer time at bedtime or over a meal? And think about not only how you've practiced it, but think about the importance in your life. Has it just been something that's kind of off in the distance that you used to do at grandma's house or a faraway memory? Or maybe it's something that is deeply, deeply important to you that you practice daily and that you don't know how you would exist without this practice or this belief system. As we discover how spirituality plays a part in our lives, I think an important part is to turn down the outside noise and really get quiet with ourselves and be reflective of how we've um, engaged with spirituality, how it's benefited us, and or how it has hurt us in a way. So you don't have to look very far in headlines to find something or someone that has been extremely hurtful 
in either a position of spirituality to somebody and or an institution, right? I mean, I can literally turn on the news or flip through my phone and I'm seeing somebody rather as a position of power in a church or something similar and or there's abuse and or an organization got caught for fraud, whatever it may be, that there's a lot of negative things that is easy to search or that we've engaged in or we've been involved with, with the walk of religion or spirituality. But I also find that it's everywhere. It's in every industry. It doesn't matter what part of our life it's in or how we engage. There are people that hurt people in every way in all different walks of life, right? So what breaks my heart is that when people are on this journey of spirituality is that there's any cause of hurt or hinder there, that of course it should be a supportive environment where we hold each other up on this journey of life, right? And that we can provide benefit to each other. Unfortunately, that doesn't always happen. And so just take time in your own life to think about your own judgment towards religion. Is it something that you've just turned off because you've heard enough or you've experienced enough? And think about how those triggers are coming up. Like, is there a trigger there that when you say the word religion or church or synagogue or mosque, what is the judgment around that for your own life? And how do we judge others that are not just like ourselves? It's really hard to live our lives fully alive and be at a place of peace and understanding when we still have triggers and or judgment around certain things. So just take time this season to recognize this and figure out what is it that, you know, do I have any triggers around that? If I turn certain things off that I remember used to benefit me and celebrate those moments of your walk spiritually where you felt really good and really alive. What were you doing? What were you practicing? Where were you? Who was around you? Maybe it's a song that comes on this time of year, or maybe it's just a memory of something that you did through the holidays that just brings back awesome memories. Just take time to be reflective of that, but really think about a time in your life where you were engaged with spirituality and how that felt. Regardless of what that journey has been for you and for me, when I talk to people about this, is that regardless of what the title was of who you consider yourself and people are like, oh, what are you? Are you Catholic? Are you Lutheran? Are you Buddhist? Are you whatever walk of life you are, is that I find that all humans have this internal like nudge to know more. There's very few people that are like zero, nothing, never think about it, never have questions about it. Most people from all walks of life, there's curiosity. People that have questions, they want answers to things. Things like, is there more after this life? What is my purpose? And what is the meaning of life? We can all look at people who report as being spiritual or practice. And what are the benefits of actually practicing religion or spirituality, the actual practice of it? There's a lot of benefits. So regardless of what the headlines show, and then there's hurt and or judgment, or maybe again, it's caused you to stumble in life, is that overall studies show that when people practice spirituality at some level in their life, there are magnificent benefits. There are study after study after study. So rather people are studying the people that live to 100 years old, sanitarians, thinking what is it that makes them live? Is it their diet? Is it medication? Is it um, their community? Is it the water they're drinking? Whatever it is. Or the study of happiness. When people are actually looking for what is the true meaning of happiness and how are all these people that are in these big groups living happy, what is it about them that they're doing different than the rest of us? So as 
I've read studies, and it's really fun to read a lot of these studies or listen to podcasts about how spirituality benefits you to live your life fully alive, is there are some really key points that I wanted to highlight. Because if we think about spirituality and how we interact with it, are these benefits actually showing up in your life? So the studies show over and over that these people may not live easier lives, but they do live longer and they report living much more enriched life. And I love that word enriched because think about, you know, the word I think happy gets overused and we always try to be happy and it's not an emotion that we're supposed to just be experiencing all the time. But the word enriched, I love because I want to experience it all, right? That's life just to get excited about it and have that enrichment in your life. So this is what they find with people that have some sort of spiritual practice in their life is that they usually make healthier choices. They usually see their body as a temple or they have gratitude for the the body that they're in and they treat a body as a blessing. And they usually treat their bodies with more kindness and they actually tend to avoid unhealthy behaviors because they know that rather they think it's bad or sinful or against their religion They usually have that core value system that says, I want to really do good for my body. The second thing is a better sense of self. People that usually have a spiritual practice usually have more confidence. They are usually people that seem more grounded in life and they are guided by those inner values, not external forces or, or of the world. What you would say is they're not practicing things that are just of the world that might be fleeing. So when you look at cultures that we're indigenous and all the way to where we're at now when everything is, you know, virtual, is that there is something about that inner value of being guided by that inner compass of being connected to something bigger than us versus just what we're swiping through on our phone, right? Or what the external world is telling us is there's that inner piece of knowing of who I am. So the third thing is easier time with life hardships. So bottom line is the hard things are going to happen, right? Bad things happen all the time to us. And that's a whole nother show about trying to explain why bad things happen. But what we find is what the studies show is that people actually have an easier time dealing with hardships because they usually have community around them. They have a strength from a higher power that they feel that they're actually being supported and they're actually being guided through that hardship from a higher power and or have stories of people that have gone before them where they lean into that belief of, well, if this person did it this way, I can actually have belief that I can get through this too. Or we have examples of people that have lived through hardships, through um, studying different spirituality practices where I can lean into that belief and know that I can um, get through this hardship. The other thing is these people report deeper relationships, that it's not just a surface relationship with a neighbor or surface relationships at work, that spirituality, rather it's in a small group or in a larger congregation and or under the whole umbrella of whatever you know, you're calling that, rather it's like Christianity, is that there's that sense of belonging to where you actually belong to that family or that belief. And people love feeling like they belong. That's why people are so passionate about certain things, like whether it's politics or a certain concept around that, is that people like to feel like they belong and have people that also think and feel like them or experience the same things. And so that sense of community with those deeper relationships actually leads to that enrichment where you can spend time with people that are actually taking time to be reflective in their own life, to practice in their own life, 
but to also be in communion with you and like-minded people with beliefs and to be able to share stories and our journeys with each other. So that is a deeper thing. And when you, when I've read studies on sanitarians, one of the biggest things that shows up is the sense of community. And it's where people have a really deep, deep connection with each other. And when we think about connection with each other now, I just feel like it's harder to hold on to because we don't, we don't need people all the time. Really, I can push pretty much any button on my phone. I don't need a travel agent. I don't need to borrow milk from my neighbor. I can literally get most answers. I don't have to go talk to people. I can get answers from Google. I don't have to learn from anybody. I can learn from YouTube. And so we're losing that sense of need between each other. And what I found, and especially I think COVID showed this all to us, is that it's nice to isolate. But once we isolate, what does that feel like? We lose that sense of community. And what is it about community and actually communing with other people that is important to our existence, that's important to us actually feeling like we're living our life alive. So it's something that I believe that we have to work out more than ever. Rather, it's actually forming those small groups of people. Um, rather, it's inviting people into our spiritual practice. Rather, it's joining a group into a spiritual practice, joining that church down the street or going to that small study and actually being in communion with each other. So wherever you're at on your journey, we are in this season right now and we're all in it together. I hope that you let the busyness go of this season and then you take time to reflect on your spiritual journey, the good and the bad, engage in that practice that's important to you, keep asking questions, keep being curious because that's how we grow on our spiritual journey. It's not like you just learn something that you're end of it. Seek, seek that higher understanding, seek the relationships with people around you, seek that relationship. For me, this season is definitely about Jesus. That's why I celebrate Christmas. And I have certain practices in place that if I don't do them, I don't feel as happy, grounded, guided, all of those things that I know are important part of my journey. And so we need to keep engaging in those and figure out what practice really does make you feel connected. And the next thing is, is celebrate. Celebrate that we are human and we can have this spiritual experience. Or are we a soul having a human experience? Wherever you're at on your journey, I thank you that you're part of it. And I hope that you have learned some of the benefits of having spirituality in your life. And whatever that is for you, I wish you many, many blessings this holiday season. Thank you for joining us. And I hope you enjoyed today's show. And remember, good friends don't keep great messages to themselves. So keep the ripples moving and share this episode with your friends. Also, wherever you listen to podcasts, please take a moment to review or download this episode. So I would love to connect with you. Regardless of where you're at on your journey, maybe you're feeling like you can't set sail or maybe you're out there rocking the open seas. Find me at autumnshields.com or on social and say hello. If you would like a complimentary coaching sesh, all you have to do is click on Let's Connect and let me know three things that you would like to get out of the conversation and we will make it happen. So make today the day you decide to live your life alive and leave room for the unimaginable. So until next time, keep following the nudges.